Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing just fine. I've had a very nice, um, I would say, constructive week, productive week. So thus far, and um, looking forward to a lot of really good things. I can't stand the weather, but besides that, <laughs> uh, I'm okay. <laughs> well, so I will tell you. you. Um, well, you know, trying to stay doing what I need to do. But um, I think when it comes to the weather, Lynn, I think one thing I've realized that. I never really have been, and I'm still not, an air condition, an air, an air con- I don't like to put air, the AC on in my house at all. Um, yeah. And I don't like to sleep with it on. So what I've started doing, and it works out great because no one is in my house. I mean, my kids aren't there because they would have a fit without it. But mm-hmm. I turn it on in the morning, and I let it on all day. And that way when I take a shower and everything else, I'm not, like, feeling, whoa. And... And then, you know, I'm running here and there. It doesn't bother me because I didn't start out feeling so humid and yucky. And then at nighttime, I turn it off right before I go to bed. And I put my ceiling fan and I open my windows in my room. And that way I can hear outside. I still have the fan. And it's been working out very nicely. And then the air goes on all day long and it cools it. As a matter of fact, this morning when I came down, stairs it was still cool in the downstairs mm-hmm. and that's I didn't have good. the air on all night so I kind of think that's the answer to it when you're the weather is it is it's, it's humid it's hot but I don't seem to be bothered bothered by it as much because I've been using my air a little more just you just feel better um uh just having that on when you're get after you take a shower and you're getting dressed and stuff it's just oh yeah my hair isn't frizzing and all that kind of stuff. So that, that makes a big difference with how you feel. Well, that's until you go so, outside. Well, yeah, but even when I go outside, it still doesn't do that. It doesn't. That's good. So I've, it's been, yes, I'm doing okay. But 
But you I don't do have a grudge, do you? No. Mm -mm. But you know what, Lynn? I do think that products in your hair make a difference because I've been using this stuff that's sort of an anti-frizz because my hair is so wavy and I blow it straight, you know? So yep. it, wants to, it wants to wave up. And I notice, like, even my bangs have this, like, weird wave in them and when, when they're... <laughs> When I'm when I'm not when they're like when I was the other day, Meyer and I got we literally got caught in that um, storm on Friday night, and um, we were outside having dinner. And it, I'm like, oh, it's just a sun flat shower. Look at all the the sun and the blue skies all around us. That sucker started blowing, and we had to grab everything and run in. And I was looking at my bags; they had all these weird waves because of the the water from hitting the you know and. The, the wind, I'm thinking, whoa. So um, I think products make a big difference um, in your hair. I, I just do as, mm -hmm. as much as I don't like that. Since I got my hair cut um, on Monday of this week, uh, I, I, Friday, I'm sorry, Friday of last week, I can't tell you how much better I feel. It just feels yeah. so good. And sure. uh, you don't realize that. But you know, everybody's telling me I actually my hair was so long I was using headbands to push it back. Yo and, Yes. And my friend Joan sent me a picture of me with my hair like that when I was probably in my twenties. And it was ah. it was uh, it was weird looking, but she said, I love your hair like this and she said, I, I'm sure that you don't like it and I sent back and said, no, I don't. I hate it. Drives me nuts. But anyway, huh. uh, that's gone. But I did buy my two headbands, so I have them again. God forbid if this doesn't uh, get out of our lives soon enough and we have to go back well, to anything like that. Well, Lynn, you can still put a headband in with shorter hair. Oh, I know, but it looks goofy. But I just said yeah. the reason I did that was because it was coming down in my face. And I, I know, I get and otherwise there was going to be a very healthy exercise with scissors, and I did not. <laughs> no, geez, oh, no way, no way, no. Well, well that's good. so it's good. It, good. It's much better now. So, so you know what, Lynn? I want to talk about was in the paper, and of course we. I say this: we're recording on Thursday, and you're listening to us on Saturday, but. Um, uh, Bernetti's Pizza is closing. Did you do you know where Bernet yes. Bernetti's is? Yes. So they're closing. It was in the paper today, and um, it's sad because they've been in business a long, long, long time, and um, they're the nicest, nicest people. Um, Mrs. Bernetti, Ann Bernetti, uh, Mike Bernetti, Teresa, they're just such good people. And, you know, everybody feels terrible. I was talking to Donna Barbetti this morning, and I'm like, Donna, Bernetti's, because she, you know, she, they only, they're like two two blocks down the street. So Donna has yep. gone there all the time. And, you know, I've, I've gotten some things, I've ordered some things from there for Donna. And, uh, you know, and it's sort of like when you hear Bernetti's is closing Bernetti's Pizza, I sort of feel the same way that I felt when Bernetti's store was closing in Westside because it yeah. was just such a staple for so many years. You know, it was right across the street from John Marshall at first, and we would always run over there, and it was always on a hot day, and it was always so cool when you walked in, and, and Liz would yep. be at the, the register, and yeah, it was just such an... And then they opened the bigger store um, down, you know, on North Main Avenue, and um, it was... We went, even when I was, you know, I moved back 
from Philly and then Stroudsburg and I lived moved to my house and I would still go over there to get so many different things because they had one of the best delis and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're related at all they might be cousins I really have no idea but it, it just it reminded me of that feeling that I I got when when Bernetti's was going to close and now the other Bernetti's anytime any somebody who's been around that you depend on when they're closing it's just it's it's so sad in a way you know good for them but sad for the community so just want to give a big shout out i'm not sure when they're actually closing i don't think it said the date um but they're you know they mrs bernetti used to listen to us i don't know if she still does but if you are um the bernetti's good luck in all that you do and uh, i know you've fed green ridge and all around the area for a long time and the food has always been delicious so yeah, Here's I think you. places like that, you know, when you, the things that were just staples in our childhood, especially in that area where we grew up, like Mr. Lug's store, you yeah, know, and, Hello, and, Lug Fran, store. <laughs> and Fran's <laughs> beauty stop with, you know, the two seats in it. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was that, it was the best. The little bakery that was around the corner on North High Park Avenue, the little tiny bakery. And that, oh, I don't know that place. Oh, it, it was just a tiny, tiny place, but it was just fun. There was so many things like that that you think of in a neighborhood that just can't exist anymore because they can't No, compete. I know. But no, but it was so like... Like Catalano's, which yeah. is truly a staple in West Granton, and I hope they never go out of business because what they no. do is unique. Yes, and people depend on that, you know. It's just, it's, it's, but, you know, you just, it's sad because you do, you grow up. I mean, we were in Lug's store all the time, you know, we went there for everything. And he was the the nicest guy, Vivian Lug. And that's what he used to say when he answered the phone. Hello, Lug's store. Same line (laughs) all the time. Um. And then I have to give a shout-out to a friend of mine who I used to work with at Third National Bank. Um, he passed away this last week. His name is Kenny Kester, and he was in our maintenance department at Third National for years and years. And as you know, I started there at the ripe age of 19, and um, I met Kenny and he was just such a gentleman, such a kind guy. Everybody loved him. Somebody had posted, I think it was Pat Sheehan who posted that on Facebook, and, you know, all the old Third National people chimed in and about what a wonderful man. And then I used to run into him all the time because he was um, in, you know, later now, the last couple of years, he's been a um, – he delivered for Alfredo's, another one of our favorite spots. Mm-hmm. And Kenny was a, a delivery guy, and I would see him delivering pizza and all that. And he was always so nice and kind. And then he bowled at Southside, and Meyer knew him. And my and he was teasing me. He goes, to, he said, you know, you're with this guy. What the heck? You know, he would tease about it. But <laughs> he was the sweetest guy. He was only 77 years old. It said he passed of natural causes. And I, when I tell you, Lynn, I'm I'm so brokenhearted. I, he's he was just he was just big doe-eyed kind of big-eyed and um kind gentleman and adorable and and mm-hmm. so i'm just you know big shout out to, to his family and let them know that we're thinking of them and just to know what a wonderful guy he was just terrific so um it's, so we're, we're going to take a quick break here 
And we'll be. Yeah, right we back are already. Okay. We're listening to Laurie Lynn show. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, my name is Lynn Evans. I am managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. Well, yeah. this is something that is probably a repeat of everything we've ever heard before, but it's still something that I think we need to talk about because a lot of people now through COVID-19 are seriously assessing whether or not they want to retire because maybe it's just easier to do that than to try to go back into the workforce for a couple more years. So yep. my concern was uh, retirement planning is different for women. It just is, and here's why. This is a, a story that came from, um, I believe it was <clears throat> Kiplinger, and it's written by a woman named Amber Kelly. And she said that women still live longer than men and therefore have a real stake in how long their retirement income will last. Nearly every woman will have sole responsibility for her finances at some stage in her life. Some will choose not to marry, many will divorce, and even married women need to consider their income prospects, weighing the fact that if they're widowed, they'll lose one social security check and possibly at least part of a pension check and will probably have to pay more in taxes when they file as an individual. Those are three really good points to make. And I think the biggest one is that most people forget about the fact that if they are married couple and one spouse dies, they lose that income from the social security check. And that's a big difference in their lifestyle. Okay, yeah. so of course, that is the only challenge that makes a woman's participation in financial planning a must. Others include women still tend to be the primary family caregiver. When their children are small, women generally take the caregiving lead, which can take a toll on their bottom line in retirement. Stay-at-home moms especially struggle to catch up. When they're young, they can miss out on years of contributions, possibly with an employer match, and the benefits of compounding in a 401k. Later, they'll likely see less in Social Security and pension benefits. If they get divorced, they may lack the experience or support system that allows them to thrive at work and earn a higher salary. And it doesn't end there. Women are also likely to be caregivers at the other end of their lives, caregivers for their elderly parents, further affecting their careers and, fin and finances. Number two, women continue to face the wage gap. We're, we're now up to, in 2017, it was 
12.5 cents for every dollar earned by men, which is a wage gap of 20%. And when you think about how that affects then the contributions into qualified plans, that's another big issue, and Social Security. Number three, women can expect to pay more in health care costs in retirement. The Fidelity's 16th annual retiree health care cost estimate, 65-year-old couple retiring in 2018, will need what I'm saying is a staggering $280,000 to cover health care and medical expenses throughout retirement. But it isn't an even split because women usually have a longer life expectancy. They can expect to pay 147000 for men, the estimated cost is 133, and that figure does not include long-term care. Couples generally care for each other as long as they can, as they age. But if her spouse predeceases her, which is likely, a surviving wife may need to pay for outside care for herself. This cost also continues to rise. The annual median cost of care now ranges from $18,720 for adult daycare center services to $100,000 for private room in a nursing home. Per year, let's note that, per year. Number four, women are typically more conservative investors, and so they don't get the kind of returns that their male counterparts would if they took a little more risk. And number five, women have a hard time discussing their finances, even with a professional whose job it is to help them. 2015 Fidelity Investments Money Women's Studies, 56% of women said they refrained from discussing finances because the subject is too personal. 27% said they were raised not to talk about finances, and 10% said they don't understand or know how to talk about it intelligently. That is pretty sad. <sighs> really sad. So wow. what you need to do then is you need to buy my book called Power of the Church because it will answer yeah. all those questions, and you can do it in the privacy of your own home, and it's wonderful. So, um, again, it's serious issue and I'm not I don't want to make light of it but women just will not own up to the fact that they it is not a male thing to understand money and if you don't take that on when you can take it on it becomes incredibly scary and burdensome when you have to take it on like right when you go through a divorce or when you get when you are widowed or when you're facing retirement. You just, you have to do this. So I, I'm concerned because I don't see, in all of what I do, I don't see a lot more women stepping up to the plate and saying, I need to figure this out. And thankfully there are enough that, that call me and want to get a hold of me and figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. But really, it, as far as a, a, a cultural thing, as much as women have, have progressed in so many areas, including in their careers, in, including in the opportunities for women to become uh, hirees, I guess is the word, um, employees, 
of traditionally men's jobs. We, we made a lot of major proof. Uh, proof. We made a lot of. Wow, I can't even talk this morning. We've made a lot of major success and progress in the things that we've wanted to do to have an equal footing in the workforce. But we are still not paying any attention to money. And we have to. This is not good. So wise up out there. Really. Please, um, wise up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, it's, but why would you be afraid to talk about your own finances because you don't feel you, 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 you have enough money? Or what, what would the fear be that? that it, why would you care? It's your own finances. Because people think that that is a very personal thing. I heard a woman say it the other day. Uh, there, in, in actually, it was a woman who was a guest on my podcast. We talked about... Um, women and money and how we're so reluctant to talk about it. And she said, it's just amazing to me that women treat money with the same um, fears and, and I don't know what the other word is, but fears and reluctance, I guess, to talk about it because with, along with sex, sex is the most, the number one thing they don't want to talk about. But number two is money. And I don't understand the connection there, but in any event, um, we can't, we just can't keep doing this because that doesn't work. You're going to find yourself in a position at some time where you better know, or you're going to get really screwed by the whole thing. You're going to end up making stupid mistakes and things that you can't recover from. And, uh, and I don't want to see that to happen to any woman. So yeah, I know. let's get smart. Um, another quick thing I wanted to talk about, uh, COVID-19, should that change your retirement strategy? Well, obviously, um, it's going to be hard if you're in your 60s to try to get a job again if you've lost yours. So perhaps um, you might want to think about taking an early retirement. It's not normal uh, that we ever say that, but um, even though Congress made it easier to take from a 401k plan for a loan, uh, or withdrawal, make sure you understand mm-hmm. the downside before you do. And if you're out of work, preserving what you have in your retirement accounts should be a high priority. And if you're still working, you should keep funding your retirement accounts and possibly add even more money to an IRA. And people are saying, how can I add more money when I don't even have enough to work on? Well, that's a problem. But if your job has not been affected by this and you're still working, if you are not contributing the maximum amount that you can contribute to your 401k plan or your own IRA, you really should do it because this is an opportunity to buy things now at a time when the market is it's near a high, but then it goes up and down on such a regular basis. You might be able to do it monthly or do it every two weeks do it however often you do it you're going to end up with more in the long run than if you didn't do it and well then i have one question what let me ask you this question remember when a long time ago we talked about this whether you should take it at 62 or wait till 66 and blah 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 blah. yeah does it continue to pool like in other words like if you wait till you're 66 i know that you get more because it's it's so much more interest, but benefit. if you, 
Yeah, but if you took it at 62, aren't you missing all those, like, four years of not being paid something that you could have been be paid? And do they, which one outweighs the, does one outweigh the other? It depends on what your situation is. If you are someone who has um, some kind of a, a not good disease, you know, like you have something that would say um, your your longevity prospects are less than someone who doesn't have this disease, like somebody who may have a severe case of diabetes, somebody who's got some form of cancer, it might make sense for you to start taking it at 62 simply because you can. And but what about people who Okay, but what about people who make the max of what you can get? What's the difference of waiting six years if you're not going to get any more money or four because years? You do get more money. If you take it at 62 versus taking it at 66, your 62 benefit is 80% of what you would get if you got it at 66. And if you don't take it at 66 and you wait until 70, they increase your benefit 8% a year every year. God, okay. So there's a reason, you know, but, but again, you have to take a look at your circumstances. And I think a lot of people, because of what's going on right now, because they've lost their jobs. They need to do it. They need to. They need the money. They have to take it. But you also said in the last one of our last shows that you can stop it. Yes. If you if something comes up that you're going back to work, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And I was just there you say go. that. So you can take it and then stop it and go back to work. So it's okay. an option, and you can also borrow some money from your 401k if you want to, if you're below and you all, and a half. Yeah. And and until you're 66 and whatever, you can't make more than like 18,000 or something a year, right? On the W uh, yeah. as a W two or 1099. Okay. All right. right, and that's okay. the reason not to take it because you can't really make much more. More than that, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, we are going to take a break, and we will be back with our guest expert, Leah Jenikopoulos from One ERA, One Source Realty, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google uh, Tunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Google, let's try it again, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Sirius FM, XM. Hi, and I'm and I'm Laurie Cadden. I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And with us is the lovely Leah Jenikopoulos, who is with ERA One Source Real, Realty. And Leah is the director of business development, new business. What, Leah? <laughs> business development. That's fine. Business <laughs> development um, for ERA. I change it all the time. One okay. about 100 agents, 10 counts, 10 counties, seven offices, and going strongly. So, how are you doing, kiddo, through all of this? 
we're we're it's crazy. I'm I'm I know I said it the last time we spoke, but this is honestly a great time to be a realtor and to I think too it's just a great time overall because we got a note yesterday I had a lending meeting with a few of the lenders I work with and right now at a fifteen year conventional loan you can get a rate of two point seven five. I mean that's how <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's outstanding. It's great. The I mean, the rental market is hot. Everything is going. We have great prices going on. We have great houses. The problem is we don't have enough houses. So, you know, no joke. I know I say it all the time, but if you're honestly thinking of selling, now is the time. We can get it sold. We have next to none in the marketing. We are by far still, if you look in any paper, we're the only one that's still doing all the print advertising, that's doing the social media, that's doing everything. And I actually was told that the other day by a client, not even my client, a client that you know we were speaking to that had called and she's like, I went with you guys because I picked up the paper during Corona and every page was ERA, ERA, ERA. And she's like, you know what I thought? If I'm gonna list my house, I'm listing with ERA because of the advertising and the exposure. She said, yep. and yeah. you know, it was nice to hear that because you know, it is, you should, we, I'm proud to display all of our agents and all of the listings that we have because they all work really hard. And, you know, I think that's great that we as a company showcase what we have and what our agents work for. So I also think, you know, that's a great thing that we do, but I do have to say all of our agents right now are working so hard. They're busting their butts. They're getting people in the houses. They're getting the listings. So it's, it really is a nice time. The interest rates are great. So it's, and of course, there's all those hot markets right now as well. So it's it's a great time, and I'm happy that we're all part of it. I think those numbers are fabulous. I'm, I'm seriously going to look into doing that and the refinancing because that is just, that's extraordinary. 2.75, I love it, 15 years. Yeah, it's great. Wow. It's you know, That's I good. think, too, a nice thing to think about is if you're renting right now and you're leave it, you're on a lease that's ending or you're on a month-to-month -month and you've been saving and, you know, it is a time for you to consider buying right now. It's an investment. It's it's something that you can have down the road. It's, it's a great time to look into buying a property right now because of the interest rates. And, you know, there are certain stipulations after corona that they did make sure that they're still keeping on top of giving out the lending certain credit scores still do apply and different rules and regulations but still they're keeping it at a rate that's accessible to everybody so i think that's nice as well and i think era works with a great team of lenders all around so we have a lot of a lot of something for everyone i guess is the best way you know there's different first-time home buying packages there's different va loans there's different conventional loans so it's a great time right now to honestly look into purchasing a home. And honestly, if you're seriously on the fence, if you want to list or not, that this is a great time to list. Leah, how's yeah, everything going? How how's everything? How, yeah, how is everything going with all the Corona um, uh, changes with showing properties and 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 the limit of people who can come in? And how, how does that seem to? Are most people doing okay with that? Absolutely. If you know, if it's all you have to do is still wear a mask, rub, um, touch everything down with the Clorox wipe, and wear gloves or booties, take your shoes off. 
you know, let's just comply by these simple regulations, make it safe for everybody, and also, you know, get you in the house. Let's get you in the house. Let's do our job, and let's do our part to make sure we're keeping everybody safe. But, yes, we still have to show houses with masks on. We still are... Uh, wiping everything down with wipes and sanitizing and hand sanitizer, you know, if you have gloves. And we're making it sure that the client and either the buyer or the seller is comfortable as well, you know. So we still yeah. do only want the realtor and two people in the house at one time. You know, there's – and so even if you do have a family of four, we can make it work that one set goes in at one time and then we'll step out and have the other – have right. the other, you know, maybe the child and the father go in or whatever it may be. So it's it's – there's certain regulations. We're still taking temperatures. We're still, there's a certain form that we still have going on just to make sure you've never had symptoms. You've, if you have or haven't been affected and that anyone you're with that would be looking at the house isn't going to be affected either. So I think right. that's also something we're definitely doing our part, especially ERA. Like we have our admin staying on top of it. We want to know what houses you're seeing, where you're going. So I think that's a big deal too, just to make sure that we're staying on top of everyone and making sure this is as smooth as possible and as safe as possible. Yeah. Well, that's good because you know, any change, as we talked about, change is change. It's hard. And you're right. It's it just comply because that's what you have to do anyway. So just do it. It's right. easier and we, uh, There's not been any pushback, honestly. You know, we get there. I can't so. imagine. Yeah, that's good. It's a lot better than where we were almost two months ago when we were sitting in our homes hoping to get out yes. of the house again. You know, so uh, yeah. right. I think that's something... You know, just comply and let's do it the right way. And and hopefully, you know, by everyone doing their part, it's just going to make things a lot easier in the future. And I am honestly, I think too that we're just going to continuously be busy throughout the end of the year into the winter months and everything, just because there's just such a demand out there right now. Leah, do you think that at this point, people who say who take you up on that offer of saying if you're thinking about selling it now's the time to sell it people who are thinking like that and thinking they're on the edge do they really feel like they um they're not doing it because they think oh i really need to get this room painted and i need to do this and do that before i sell it or are people just saying hey i'm throwing it out there as it is well, I mean, you're going to get a little bit of both, actually. So even if you are yeah. type A and you're thinking, oh, no, <laughs> I, I need to paint this or I want to fix this or I want, you know, so if you're type A, option A, I should say, let us come out, let us assess the house, let us give you our marketing presentation, let us tell you what we could do for you because we can definitely do a lot for you. We can help stage. We ERA has a program for their agents called ERA Staging. So we're trained on how to stage. We're trained on how to make sure we position the house in the best light possible. And that, you know, maybe we can recommend a few things. Or maybe what you think needs to be done to sell the house is something that doesn't need to be done at all. And it's just a personal preference. So I think that's where maybe hiring a professional would always be the best route to go. Because we're going to be able to guide you and then Hold your hand throughout the whole process. And that's the one thing I think that we really do a good job of here at ERA is making sure we're not just there to get you in the house and get you at, to the closing table. We're there from beginning to end. Yeah, and it's sort of even like the old, I want to hire a cleaning lady, but I have to clean my house first kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that definitely <laughs> oh, should be it like, too. 
Yeah. Don't worry about it so you know that's what you have to worry about. And then uh-huh. I see, like you said, too, we are getting those people that are like, oh, my gosh, it's the time to sell. I want to put my house on now. Okay. Well, let us, again, let us come and tell you, okay, well, maybe we have to tweak just this little thing or do this little thing or, you know, we'll consider this. or So, you know, it is something, too, that we're getting a mix of both. And then, we're, you know, I, I have to say, days on market are just, it's awesome, you know. If you're, if you're priced right. right, if you're in a great location, and, you know, price being number one, too, it's your house is selling. Your house is selling in less than 30 days. And I think that's also something to look forward to. Uh, again, I think the energy is high right now in the real estate market. It's a, it's positive. I know everyone's so happy. It's And it's summer, you know. So we, we are taking what we missed in the spring, our spring season, and turning it around to make it um, more positive, you know. So that's the other mm-hmm. thing, too. And we haven't declined in anything. We've held um, through with all our marketing through the corona, through everything. And, you know, I also think that helps um, keep everyone informed on everything um, as well. You know, I think that was something, too, letting all our consumers know that we're here for you. And if you have questions, we're still working, or we were giving them, we were keeping them afloat of what was going on. Yep. Yeah. It's all good. It's a good thing. And, uh, it, 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 Leah, as we all know, it's it's a big deal when you go to sell your house, and then you, especially if you're still living there and people are coming through. It's it, it's a lot of consideration, but you're right because if you have people are looking and you have the the the, the inventory to sell because of what people are getting these rates for, whether they the person selling wants to move up or rent or whatever or, or they're downsizing, whatever they want to do, it's a good. It's good for them because if the buyers are, you know, obviously ready, willing, and able, and they can get rates like 2.75 on a 15-year mortgage, um, you know, those people are out there able to do it. So, you know, right. look at it that way. You look at it from the other side, not just from your side, like as the seller. Look at, okay, well, look who's, I have all these buyers who may do this now, so let's get it on the market. So, Leah, what about these people who you get? I don't know if you ever got them, but I literally get text messages from people saying, I have many buyers to buy your house. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. why do they, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Well, Are I they think, legitimate? You know, well, I haven't gotten that, but I guess if it's a realtor professional reaching out to an individual and saying, I have someone interested, that's when you should definitely believe it. Because yeah, oh, definitely. That. Right, but um, I mean, that's definitely possible because, hey, the best the saying goes, everything's for sale for the right price, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just bizarre. But, Lori, uh, I, can, I can tell you that I know that when I had my uncle's house for sale and they knew that it was part of an estate, there are people yeah. that actually go out and do that. They they look through all the county records. and Oh, yeah, I know. A house, uh, and so you get these things all the time. I used to get them I continuously. Know. But, I mean, I'm getting them just for me on my own house, and I'm a realtor. That's why I just think it's a little bizarre, but whatever. And, Leah, you and I are going to meet so I can I can get moving a little bit more on that end myself. So um, got, I'm going to call you. I promise you. You let me know. I'm going to call you. The, I'm going to call you this afternoon when I finish with this, and I have a meeting, and as soon as I'm done, I'll call you, okay? All right, perfect. 
All right. Well, all right. And any, how can anyone get in touch with you? You can reach me personally at 570-947-9250, our home office at 570-587-9999, our website at www.era1.com, and Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, ERA One Source Realty. We are on all forms of social media, so there is every way possible to find us. There we go. Well, thank you, Leah. Have a great right. weekend. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. You too. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.